It's time to get inside the Giants huddle. Let's go back to your huddle. On Giants.com. Tempo, tempo, tempo. And the Giants mobile app. Go, 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 part go. Part of the Giants podcast network. Yeah. Welcome to the Giants huddle podcast. I'm Bob Papa. Today's special guest, member of the Pro Football Hall of Fame, Michael Strahan. You can subscribe to the Giants huddle podcast on your favorite podcast platforms, the Giants app, and at Giants.com. We're joined by a member of the Pro Football Hall of Fame and the Giants all-time sack leader, Michael Strahan. And, Michael, news broke earlier this week about the passing of Coach Fossil. What did he mean to you as a player and a person? Yeah, I mean, for a player and the person, everything. Uh, when he came to the Giants, it was, you know, that we had, a, we, did a, we had a good team under Dan Reeves for a while. When Jim Fossil came in, he came in, took over a team that was in a lot of turmoil and went on to win coach of the year, three divisions, titles in seven years, and was pivotal for me because it was the first time I ever felt free to, like, play football and just have fun at the game. And, that you know, my first Pro Bowls were with him. My first Super Bowl was with him. And everybody had this thing, like, he's a player's coach, he's this, he's that, because he was a very cool, chill, fun guy. You wanted to hang out with him and talk to him. But, man, the hardest practices I ever had were under him. I mean, he was a coach who demanded for you to, to go out and do your best, and, and, and he required that in practice as well as the game, which is why we had success as a team under him. And, um, you know, his news, I, I think, shocked and surprised, definitely shocked and surprised me, saddened me because I just never imagined this would, would happen, you know, at, at, at 71 years of age. Michael, you know, um, you mentioned that first year. Uh, here's this guy with the glasses coming in in 1997. And, uh, you know, the team had struggled in those couple of years under Coach Rees, and now here you are winning the NFC East right out of the gate, hosting a playoff game at Giants Stadium. Uh, but just talk about the confidence that you as a young group built, you know, with that first season with him there and you guys winning the division title. I mean, he really was amazing when he showed up and we win that division title because he was the kind of coach that said, hey, this is what it is. We've all seen the infamous speech that he gave about pushing all your chips into the, the middle of the table. He's all in, and that's really how he coached and how he was as a, as a, a man. I'm raising the stakes right now. This is a poker game. I'm shoving my chips to the middle of the table. I'm raising the ante. Anybody wants in, get in. Anybody wants out, can get out. Okay? This team is going to the playoffs. And, and that gave us confidence. We have a coach who walks in. No one really knew him and where he came from, from in a sense to where he would take over the most storied franchise and one of the, in the biggest city in the country. And he walked in like he belonged. He made us feel like we belonged, that we were supposed to win, that we were supposed to do all the things that we did for success. And um, I, I just—he was just an incredible, incredible coach, Bob. And and I, 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 I just—I mean, a loss of words that even trying to sum up how much he meant to me because this is a guy that I still kept in contact with and talked to quite a bit, and 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 used to see whenever I was out west. And, and so it's a little – it meant a lot more than me, I realize, especially now as a person than even as a player. Michael, um, you mentioned all the chips to the center of the table. You know, Giant fans, they hear about it, they get all fired up. Well, how was it received within the locker room 
when you heard him say that, especially knowing that you were playing the Cardinals that week, who were not exactly a powerhouse at that point. Well, I kind of thought this guy's kind of crazy. <laughs> He's desperate. Uh, really, that's what it felt like. But you know the point. I will the part that will say. What well, I will say of that that made you go. If you're if you're in, you're in. If you're out, you're out. That part made me made us go. Oh, let's let's get in then. Let's get in. And from then we just like like hit our stride. And it's amazing what, what someone's words, how powerful words could be. And that's a great lesson on how powerful words can be in, in success or how powerful words can be in failure um, with, your, with your, your team or your family or your kids or whatever it may be. But when he said that part, it was like, okay, let's get going. But when you first heard that, I'm pushing chips in the middle of the table. We're going to the playoffs. You're like, has he been looking at the same team we've been looking at? But we did it. We did it, as a, and that was a testament to him and his coaching style. If Dallas does not convert here, the ball game is over. Hand off Wiley. He is stopped, and the Giants are going to win the NFC East. Jim Fossil has watched his team win four in a row after his playoff guarantee. His guarantee has come true. Ron Dixon returns the opening kickoff for a touchdown. That first playoff game against the arch-rival Philadelphia Eagles. Mm. And you can just feel that now it, this is a special team and a special moment. Seahorn makes the one of the most incredible athletic plays ever. Um, yeah. Do you guys feel like you had it kind of rolling at that point? Absolutely. Absolutely. And it was, it was great to play the Eagles because that's the team which we are very familiar with and the team that if you ever need to get fired up, it didn't take much because that was was Philadelphia Eagles. And and to beat them at home in front of our crowd was was electrifying. And, and Ron Dixon got us off to a great start. Seahorn with that amazing, amazing play. We had a really good team. I mean, we had a lot of um, young players, but who were trying to make a name for themselves. And no better way to make a name for yourself is to win in the playoffs. Hey! Michael, um, listen, there are a lot of great games in Giants Stadium, the old Giants Stadium, but arguably the greatest game in the history of Giants Stadium from a Giants perspective is 41 to nothing against the Minnesota Vikings in that NFC Championship game. What was his mindset going into that game, and how did he get you guys so prepared to not only win the game but to be as dominant as you I think we just built off of what we had done the weeks before that. I think it was just an accumulation of that confidence that he built on that confidence. And then once we started going up 7, 14, 21, 28, it's like a, a player just hitting three-pointers, man, and can't freaking miss. And then it became a conversation from him became to our defense as a challenge is not so much of winning the game, but can you win the game if they don't score a point? And this is the offense with Cole Pepper, Randy Moss, um, um, Chris Carter, Robert Smith. I mean, this offense was scoring points after point on everybody. And to hold them to zero 
that meant a lot to him. That meant a lot to the defense. I remember Harry Carson, LT, all the Giants greats on the sideline going, um, keep them to keep them down. Don't get, don't, um, don't, don't let them score anything. And to have that mindset was, I think, the reason why we were able to do that. And I will say it is the greatest game I know I've ever played in at that at Giant Stadium as far as a totally dominating performance. The leadership that he exhibited. 9-11, when you guys came back from Denver and 9-11 happened, and the role that he played and the continuing role all those years later through his foundation uh, to help those first responders, and you were right there front and center. Um, can you just talk about that point in time in your life and his leadership in that situation? I think we all understood when that happened that it was there were more things more serious than football, more important than football. And that's why he did the things during and after. But it was very important for him to honor the first responders. And that's why we have our, our FDNY hats on, our police hats on. Everybody has facing forward. When we take this picture, you look into that camera. I don't want any backwards hats. I don't want anybody, you know, looking off to the side. He made sure that we understood why we have um, and we understood the heroes who were doing um, a job that you wish no one would ever have to do. And we went down there that first weekend. He's right there with us. The weekend, you, you actually saw it, Bob. I mean, you're, you're just overwhelmed by the destruction. And, and like, where do you even begin to, to piece this all back together? And um, it was a very defining moment, I want to say, in the history of our team, but also in, in his coaching tenure how he responded to that and how he made sure that we all understood how important it is and how honored we should be to represent New York city and represent all these first responders and who've gone down there and they ran toward all the danger instead of away from it. And that we should be honored to go out here and play for them. And, and I, that never got lost on me that, you know what, you're not here just playing for yourself. You're out here playing for all those people who want to watch you on Sunday, be proud of something that represents the great city of New York because we were proud of the way that they represented our, the country themselves. What would be your message to Giants fans as the ultimate takeaway uh, in Coach Fossil as a person, as a coach, as a mentor, and as someone, as you said, that you keep in touch with? Well, I think the ultimate takeaway is here a guy who came in and, and – what is it say, you know, New York, if you can make it here, you can make it anywhere. He made it here. And I don't think there were many people when he got here who really thought he would. And, and I think I look back on his legacy and I'm very proud of the man he was, the coach he was, how he came into New York and took over a team and turned the team around, led that team to some gloriful, gloriful wins and gloriful years. Um, didn't win the Super Bowl, but we got there with what a lot of people deemed to be the worst team ever to make it out of the NFC. But if that's the case, boy, how talented is he to get the worst team ever out of the NFC into a Super Bowl? And I just want fans to, to just realize that his legacy, um, when you see how many the wins and the successes of the Giants, he had a big part of that. And he had the big part of, of me um, being a player that, that I became and, and being, you know, watching the future generation, the guys after me, because the things that I got from him – that keeps on passing down to generation to generation of players. And, and so what we see in the future will definitely still have a, a piece of Jim Fossil involved in it. And I also want to send my, my condolences to his family, Kitty and the kids, 
and, and, and the grandkids and, and just send our, our condolences and our love for myself and obviously from the giant family out there, giant nation. Michael, obviously during this tough time, um, a sad time for all of us that work with him and, and are around him. Uh, thank you so much for sharing a couple of minutes with us here to talk about the passing of Coach Fossil. Well, you know what? It's, it's a tough time. It's a sad time. But I tell you what, Bobby gave me a lot of joy, a lot of great memories. And um, without him, I definitely know that I'm not sitting here with you. Uh, I'm not remembered by any giant fan or, or anything like that. This man gave me a life, gave me a, a career, and, I, and I'm indebted to him and, and his family. So I think we should celebrate Jim Fossil as well. And, and I know he want it that way. Thank you so much, Michael. All right. Thanks, bud. That's Michael Strahan. We want to thank him for joining us on this edition of the Giants Huddle Podcast. Remember, if you're on Apple Podcasts, please leave a five-star positive review. Better, you just saw Michael Strahan. We'll see you next time.